We're in a series right now called Commission. Will you say that with me? Commission. I want to talk to you today about it's game time. Game time. There is some very unique rituals that athletes do at times as they get ready for game time. You know, NFL begins like today or last night or whenever it began, and there was a lot of people getting ready for game time. Here's a, a, a few rituals that athletes do. Some athletes, uh, at least one dude, he sleeps with his opponent's shorts on the night before the game. Another guy, he always eats two Girl Scout cookies before the game. Another guy, he eats chicken. He says that chicken get, gives him good luck. He's just going to eat chicken before the game. A coach goes out and he takes a big chomp of grass out of the field. These are some of the things that, that these folks do and ready to get you know prepared for game time. Well, I need you guys to extend your hands to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We need to pray for the Steelers today. <laughs> the 49ers are going, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm a Steeler fan. I'm just kind of teasing. Not really. <clears throat> but I want to jump into this today when it comes to the commission because even as I begin to prepare for this time of commission, one of my favorite subjects, evangelism, commission, the great commission, I felt like the Holy Spirit began to deal deeply in my heart during a staff meeting and downloading in me, almost giving me a, a good kick in the teeth or a throat punch in a loving way. And I just want to begin to share with you what I felt like the Holy Spirit began to minister to me about, about this time. If you're a guest, you need to know that we just came out of a series called the Holy Spirit, the promise. And coming out of the promise, the Holy Spirit began to minister to me. And the Holy Spirit said to me, I'm not a series that you would put me in your box. You're not going to close me out because you think I'm a series. I'm not a series. I am a person. I am who I am. I am the Holy Spirit. You can't co-mission without the Holy Spirit. I am the co-in the mission. I'm the power that will empower you in the mission for the fishing. You thought I was done because the series is done, but I'm not done yet with what I want to do, says the Holy Spirit, in and through you. I come. He said, he said, I come this moment, I come this moment to burn in your heart for the things that burn in my heart. Think about the commission today. Think about the great commission today. And I want you to now stand back up to your feet. And I want, I'm praying that God does something powerfully. We're not done with the Holy Spirit yet. We're not done with the, the series. We're just joining. We're joining the Holy Spirit and the commission. Sing this with me. Let the conviction of the Holy Spirit come on your heart. Come on, come on, come on. I want more. 
that I can't contain and I can't control. Don't put the Holy Spirit in a cage. He says, you can't cage me up and try to control me. You cage that in which you try to control. You cage that in things, in thinking that you're gonna lose him. You cage that that you are uh, afraid of. I'm gonna, cause I used to have a Burmese python and we would always try to keep the snake in the cage and you would, wouldn't believe how he would get out of the cage and get all wound up in bed springs in the house and all the way around a, a, a window in the home. It was crazy. The Holy Spirit says, you can't cage me up. You can't leave that series and go on to the next series and somehow think, well, I'm done with you, Holy Spirit. Listen, we can't commission without the Holy Spirit. You can't do nothing without the Holy. You can go ahead and be seated. Go ahead and be, come on, put the hands, your hands together for the worship team. A.W. Tozer said, if the Holy Spirit was withdrawn from the church today, 95% of what we do would go on and no one would know the difference. I read that and I said, ain't no way that's gonna happen at Heart of the City Church. Ain't no way we ain't gonna do, Heart of the City Church, we ain't gonna do church without the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way today. We gotta have the Holy Spirit in every aspect of our lives. I want you to read with me Acts 1, 4 through 8. Are we still going to talk about the commission? Absolutely, but you can't commission without the Holy Ghost. You can't do it. He doesn't want you to do it without him. Acts 1, 4 through 8, you're going to see the Holy Spirit and you're going to see the commission all together. It says, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you've heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. If you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit yet, after our last series, you need to highly consider that. Baptized in water, come on church, and baptized in the Holy Ghost. That's, that's the Bible. Therefore, when they came uh, together, they asked him saying, Lord, will you, listen to the question to the disciples, what they had on mind when Jesus had something else totally on mind, we love to be Western thinking, we love to be carnal thinking, just like the disciples, and the, this is what they said. Therefore, when they came together, they asked him saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? That's what they had on mind. They had on their, the disciples were concerned about the earthly kingdom. The disciples were concerned about their kingdom. The disciples was concerned, you could say, about their politics. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being concerned about the United States and our politics unless that starts to be above your concern for the kingdom of God. You need to feel me. I vote all those different things. But number one, I'm part of a different kingdom. I'm part of a kingdom of God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His kingdom, are you with me? 
And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the sea. He, he, he brings them back into line, which the Father has put into his own authority. These things are in the authority of God. That's not left up to us. And he goes on to say, but you shall receive power. Somebody say power. power. That power means strength, power, ability, inherent power, power residing in a thing of virtue by its nature or which a person which exerts and puts forth power for performing miracles, moral power, and excellence of soul. This is the power that God gives you, disciples, saints, sons and daughters of God. He gives you through the power of the Holy Spirit. How do I know that? Look what it says. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. Somebody, come on, somebody say Coeur d'Alene. You're to be a witness right in Coeur d'Alene. And it goes on to say in a Samaria or Coeur d'Alene. And in all of Judea, say Judea. Samaria, people talk different there, you know, different languages, and to the ends of the earth. We want to be, listen, witnesses here in Coeur d'Alene, in Post Falls, in Idaho, come on somebody, in all of the states, in different areas that, we're, we're on commission. I love Kyle and Kendra, you here today, Kyle and Kendra? Where are you at? Stand up. Don't be so quiet. They're such quiet, nice, humble people. Where'd you just got, you guys just get back from? Czech Republic. Did you go to, did you go to Praha? You like Prague? It's beautiful. Hey, I bring them up right now because they're over all of our missions. They're a wonderful couple. They're part of the commission in reaching the nations and the countries. Put your hands together for Kyle and Kendra. He gives us power to be witnesses to be able to reach our city and the cities around us, the nations. The power is a person. The power is for a purpose. The power is for miracles. The power is for you and I to be witnesses. It's power for a power mission powered by the Holy Spirit. You know, I, my brother used to have the sickest 1971 black-on-black black Cuda. Anybody remember Cudas? There was a difference between a Barracuda and a Cuda. The Cudas were absolutely sick. And it was empowered by Mopar. Are you feeling me today? Some of you like Chevrolet, you know, powered by Ford or whatever. But I'm telling you, God wants to put his engine inside of you the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit power to empower you to be witnesses, to carry this commission, this great commission throughout the entire universe. Don't go to the nations without the Holy Spirit power. Don't make disciples without the Holy Spirit. Don't try to do your marriage without the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. Don't try to raise your kids without the Holy Spirit. Hey, all you guys that were on the video up there, a small group video, listen, a, a lot of you, wonderful videos, but don't do a small group without the Holy Spirit. We don't need another little conversation 
Come on, we need the power. The anointing of God resides inside of you. We need the power of the Holy Ghost flowing through you that changes lives, that breaks yokes. My question to you, are you in commission today or are you out of commission? Ask your neighbor right there. Just take it. Let me take a little coffee break. Ask him, are you in commission or are you out of commission? It's amazing what a preacher see on faces. It's amazing what preachers see on faces and you're like, man, that person right there either don't like me, don't like church, or they're, they're way out of commission. The Holy Spirit says, I'm the Holy Spirit. He says, I'm the living water. He says, I'm the fire by night. I'm the bondage breaker. I'm the demon slayer. I'm the dragon slayer. I'm the wind that will revive you. I'm the breath that will restore you. I was in the fire with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I was in the big fish with Jonah. I was on the road to Damascus. Come on, I was on the, the island of Patmos. I opened prison doors. I'm the supernatural Holy Spirit. Don't try to commission. You can't commission without me. The Holy Spirit wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. He wants to empower you for the mission. Commission with him. The world does good things. The church does great things. The world can do a lot of good things. But the church does a lot of great things because it's called the Great Commission. It's not about just doing good stuff. It's about doing great stuff. Church, we are called to do more than humanitarian works. You can't just smile and give people food and, and, and drinks and, and, and clothing and just smile and just think that's gonna change their life. Humanitarian good works is good, but it doesn't change hearts. It doesn't change lives. What changes lives and what changes hearts is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why you give a glass of water in the name of Jesus. Not in your name, not in just some good works, but in the name of Jesus. Do we do good works? Absolutely, because our heart's been turned on by the love of the Father. But I'm telling you, we do more than humanitarian works because the gospel is the only thing that will change your heart. So you got to commission with the Holy Spirit, come on somebody, with the Great Commission. Some of you go to the bars and you like to co-mingle and club it up. And the Holy Spirit wants you to co-mingle with him and change the world around you. You want to, I talk to people sometime about church planting and, you know, how do you, how do you church? You, you want to know how you church plant? This is how you church plant. You church plant by touching the lost. You, you want to know how we're going to, we're going to, how to, how to plant a campus over in Post Falls? This is how you plant a campus in Post Falls. You ready for it? Here we go. Here we go. You reach the lost. You, you want to know how you reach a school? You reach the lost. You want to know how you reach social media? You reach the lost. You want to know how to reach your, your community? You reach the lost. Come on. It's called the Great Commission. You want to know how to reach your town or your village or your community? You reach the lost. This is how you commission by the power of the Holy Spirit. You reach the lost. 
Most of you are here today because somebody preached the gospel to you. Your life was changed because it's not good stuff that changes life. It's great stuff that changes life. And it's the great gospel of Jesus Christ that changes lives. Back in the 90s, or actually it was the 80s. Wow. I managed a gym called Classic Gym in Eureka, California. And I had a boss. He was really kind of a cool guy. No, he was a cool guy, just different, and uh, his name was Joe. He, I, I like Joe. He was my boss. He came to me one day. He says, Joe, you can't preach the gospel in the gym no more. You just, you can't do that. You, and he, he, he referred it kind of to like Mormons or something. I was like, I, I probably didn't even know what a Mormon was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I never went, I never, I never ever, I never remember praying God, give me the strength and the courage to share the gospel in the gym today. Give me divine appointments in the gym today. God, help me to share the God. Be like, I, 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 I just didn't do that. You know why? Because the gospel isn't what I do. It's who I am. It's Jesus Christ living in me, the hope of glory. It's not like I got to go stir myself. It's like when people came to me, I have one answer. Addiction, his name is Jesus. Marriage falling apart, his name is Jesus. You need healing from cancer, his name is Jesus. You need help with your children, his name is Jesus. You need help with your business, his name is Jesus. You need help, I don't care. There's one, I only got one answer. I got one bullet in my gun, his name is Jesus. And that's a fact. If you have any other answers, please enlighten me. So the next woman that came to me and was talking to me about something broken in her life, I says, uh, ma'am, I wanted to honor Joe. And so I says, ma'am, would you step out the front door with me? <laughs> I, I, there's the front. He don't own the sidewalk, yo. I don't have to be obnoxious. I don't have to tick off my boss. It's just like, open the door. Hey, let's talk about Jesus. Last night, Logan and I had a, a meeting at Texas Roadhouse after church, and we had a wonderful meeting, and I, I just felt like the Lord kept stirring in my heart about our waitress, and I just kind of encouraged her, gave her a word, and before you know it, she's at our table, and she's just like, she goes from teary-eyed to like standing there crying. And it was just a beautiful moment, wasn't it, Logan? I says, ma'am, we're not going to get you fired, but can we pray for you? And we just both laid hands on her, and we just took some notes because we're going to send somebody in there to follow up with her. You know what I'm saying? But God just wants us. I didn't go into Roadhouse going, oh, God, give me a word. Oh, God. That's just who we are. I remember being on vacation with Ray Dean and my good friend, Mark and Susan Estes. It's our first night. You know you good friends if you go on vacation with somebody, right, yo? We're on vacation and we're at this uh, restaurant and it's a Mexican restaurant because we're in Mexico. That's a daddy joke, I guess. Just made that one up. How you like that? We're there. Listen. And Mark begins to, to witness to the, the waiter, right? And you're like, oh, that's, that's cool. 
Before you know it, he's not just witnessing to the, here's the golden thread. You ready for the golden question? The golden thread, gospel through everything. The golden question, do you want to receive Jesus Christ? The waiter's like, a yes. Led him to the Lord the first night in Mexico right then and there. I was in the gym the other day and I saw this guy. I was like, man, God's marked him. I get in my car, leaving the gym. There he is walking on the road. I go, God's marked him. I go back to the gym my third time. And there he is again. I said, it's on like Donkey Kong. I walk up right to him. Hey man, what's your name? My name's Malachi. Malachi. Wow. You know your name? Oh yeah. It's kind of in the Bible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So is he born again yet? No, I don't think so. But I've invited him to young adults and I've told Marty about him and so forth. And so I'm looking for Malachi. I think the guy is Mark. My wife right here, she just does evangelism and commission way different than I do. She's with a whole group of people from all over Idaho yesterday. And it's like, I don't even know these people, but she's in there being salt and light. She shares at city outreaches and communities and all kinds of city type of uh, lady gatherings and just is able to share. Come on, seriously, conferences, places that I, every time I'm, I'm, I'm in the gym sharing, that's my fishing hole. And she's up here with like rich people and stuff sharing. I'm like, wow, we, but it's all the same goal. It's all the same gospel. It's all the same purpose. God loves the, from the broke to the, the woke to the millionaire to the welfare. It doesn't matter. Come on, somebody. God wants to reach them all. You mad about the woke? No, they need Jesus Christ. The woke needs Jesus to bring a great awakening. Just the power of an invitation. I remember inviting Ray Dean to church and she got saved on Wednesday night at our small group. Come on, small groups. Power of a small group. She get radically saved on a Wednesday night, right? She comes to church. I pick her up on a Sunday morning for church. She wasn't ready. I says, hey, I'll wait. I'll wait for you to get ready. She came to church and got delivered. First person I ever seen get delivered in church. And then she gets baptized in the Holy Ghost and baptized in water. It's on, man. It's on like Donkey Kong. And then, you know, the rest of the story is history. You hear, you hear what I'm saying? The number one problem with living on commission, honestly, is you. Oh, it is true. I'm always getting in the way of the Holy Spirit. Here's, here's a couple things that will get in your way. It's like, you don't think you're the problem? It ain't the Holy Ghost. Here's the problem. We're fearful. You, you know God's telling you to say something. You're like, quiet down. The enemy just lock you down, baby. Fear. You know God's calling you to do something. You're like, nah, I'm going to stay in my comfort zone. We are the biggest problem when it comes to operating and fulfilling the Great Commission. It ain't the devil. You ain't, if you ain't fulfilling the Great Commission, you ain't even on the radar of the devil. You just working nine to five, thinking you're your family. No, it's way more than that. Anybody, and hey, I know, I know, he's a Steeler fan. He's a Steeler. Anybody ever heard of TJ Watts? 
If you've heard of T.J. Watts, just raise your hand just for a moment. Just you heard of T.J. Watts. Man, a lot of that's that kind of breaks my heart, but we'll move on. <laughs> T.J. Watts is a linebacker, probably the greatest linebacker in NFL right now. He, and it's not because he's on the Steelers. It's because, well, it could be because he's on the Steelers, but <laughs> he, he has typically more sacks than anyone. T.J. Watts, are you with me? He's in the game. He's off the stinking bench. Coaches put him on the front line. He's all in, sold out, bought in. The dude does a great job. Have you ever heard of a guy named Todd Collins? Me neither. Me neither. Set the bench 10 years in a row. Why you say that, J.O.? Because every one of you have been put on a team and your coach says, get your buttocks off the bench. You're called. You're called. You're chosen. I've picked you. Come on. Every, we got room for every player in this church to be on commission. What's the definition of commission? Just listen to this this morning. An instruction, command, or duty given to a person or a group of people. The command that we're commanded to do is one of the greatest commandments is to love. We're, we're called to love. The Holy Spirit wants to love through you. Now, does that mean that you love, 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 put on a smile all the time and you never tell anybody about Jesus? No! There's a time where you got to, I was, uh, huh, if, if this offends you, let me just get past it right now. I like to hunt. I like to bow hunt. Okay. All right. It's food. Are you following me? Okay. I got into a big argument with this guy from California one time, not because he was from California. I was living there too. I love California's. Love him, love him, love him. Got some great California. My kids were born in California, but he happened to live in California. He's like, J.O., why you hunt? Because, man, I like to hunt and it's food. He goes, now listen, listen to how crazy this is. They raise animals, J.O., for us to eat. Why do you want to hunt? I don't know if you know that there's a problem with that. There's a problem with that. We raise animals to eat, but you don't want to hunt. Okay, I'll move on. But I was hunting last week. I was hunting actually last week, and I'm on the side of the mountain. It's drizzly, drizzling, it's raining all morning, and I'm just camoed and I'm cow cocking, cow, cow calling. I'm, I'm trying to get an elk cow, uh, an elk bull to come in. I don't, if an elk cow comes in, I'm looking for a bull. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just cow calling and setting up there on the side of the mountain. And I've been up there for quite a while, raining, wet, and rain can help you. It can kind of help hide your scent. And before you know it, I'm sitting on the side of a steep mountain and something catches my eye right here. First thing I go is, this is my first, my, my first thought is buckskin. I go, buckskin, that's not the color of an elk. Oh, there must be a deer coming in. I'm setting and I go, I, I better get ready. Here comes a deer. And I, I think I stand and I'm an archery hunter. I'm standing and I look and I go, oh, that's not a deer. I saw its face. It's a cougar. And he's a big cougar. 
and we're hunting the same thing. I'm hunting elk and he's hunting elk because he thinks I'm an elk. And before you know it, he just wanders right up on me. And I'm like, hey, when he gets behind this tree, I'm going to pull my bow. But he scurried so fast and so close to the ground. And he was big, big head, huge paws. And now I go, okay, I haven't had time to pull back my bow. I'm just going to wait till he walks past me. And now he's right there, seven yards from me. And he does this. He locks eyes with me. And I'm like, oh, I, I know he can jump about 15 to 20 feet. I will pull back my bow so fast and shoot him before his head can swim if he jumps at me. But I, he must have smelled me and he just kept wandering off. And as he wandered away, I couldn't get a shot. And he, what stood out to me was so beautiful. Don't think that hunters are just crazy and, you know, lunatics and we smell. I try to smell like nothing. But all of a sudden he's gone, right? Just beautiful. Big paws, big tail, big head, gorgeous. What's your point, J.O., is this. Sometimes we're so camoed in our culture that nobody knows what you are. All you do is smile and all you do is look like a Christian, but you never pull the trigger. You never pull back. You never release the arrow. You never tell them about Jesus. You never tell them the answer. You're just going to smile as a Christian. And that's not called the Great Commission. Come on, somebody. There's a time and there's a place you got to release the arrow. You got to tell. Tell them the truth. Will the truth hurt? It might hurt, but it can save their life. I'm so glad somebody pulled the trigger on me. Stop being so camo culturally that nobody knows what you are. God wants to touch people by the power of the Holy Spirit with his love through us. Listen to this scripture. If you're married, you know that sometimes you don't always feel loving towards your spouse, right? Oh, y'all being awful quiet right now. Don't, don't get all religious and shut down on me right now. How many of you always feel all lovey-dovey about your spouse and you've been married more than two years? I love my wife, but I don't always feel loving toward her. Now, opposite with her, she always feels very loving toward me. Sometimes she wants to knock me out. Because I'm crazy passionate when I preach, but I'm pretty much like this all the time. She's like, J.O., just chillax, man. Go to the woods. Take a break. Right? So we choose to love our spouse. Here's a, hey, this is for free. Here's a, a beautiful marriage key or little notation is that love is a decision. Love is a choice. You know, I fell googly eyes, freaked out over Ray Dean, but there's a time where all that goes away. And then you make a decision to love. I'm not I'm not led by my feelings. Are you following me? Well, same thing when it comes to the lost. You may not always feel like sharing the gospel. I get that. Time, busyness. You don't always feel. But I'm telling you, it's more than a feeling. It's about the Holy Spirit 
working in and through your life. The Holy Ghost wants to love through you and reach through you. Listen to this scripture today, Romans 5, 5. Listen to what it says. And the hope does not put us to shame because God's love, look, God's love has been poured into our hearts through what? The Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Holy Ghost wants to work through you. If you're in a relationship with the Holy Spirit, he's going to love through you. He wants to be light and salt through you. He wants to reach. He wants to co-mission with you. Listen to this beautiful commissioning, powerful statement of living on mission out of 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 15. For the love of Christ controls us. We could just park there for a minute. When's the last time the love of Christ controlled you? Because we have concluded that, that one has died for all, therefore all have died, and he died for all, that those who live might know, here we go, conviction, no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. So controlled by the love of God and no longer living for themselves. When we're, when we're operating that way, we're commissioning. We're commissioning. There's a song from probably the 80s. It's the power of love. Y'all remember that? Power of love. What was the movie? Back to the Future. How many remember that? Some of y'all, do y'all live in a box? What are, you, are you from another nation? Y'all remember Back to the Future? Wow, go with me a little bit, church. Come on. J.O., what is my commission? I'm so glad that you asked. Let me close with this. John 14, 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, Jesus, code red, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Same works that Jesus did. And greater works than those, than these he will do because I go to the Father. So greater works, what does that mean? Does that mean that Jesus raised uh, Lazarus from the dead on the fourth day? Does that mean that you're going to raise him on the 14th day? Is, there, is, that, that, is that, that, that kind of greatness? No, it's not quality, it's quantity. You following that? We're going to do so much more than Jesus and disciples. At least that's Jesus' plan. How? We'll look around. There's a lot more than 12 people here. There's a lot more than 13 people here. There's a lot more. Come on, somebody. We're, we're going to do greater works. He goes to the Father. Jesus is on the right hand of the Father. And listen, the Holy Spirit is with us now to work through us, to love through us, to co-mission with us, to go to the go to the mission for the fishing through us. We're going to do greater works. Imagine if all of us got off the bench. Come, come on, somebody. And we're T.J. Watts out there headhunting for the lost. The difference that we're going to make 
in America. So here's three points of you and I living on mission. Number one, Mark 15, Mark 16, 15. Code read, and he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Each one of us in our own way, I call it like this, making chili. You make chili. How many of y'all make chili? Make chili. I like to make chili. I like to make it with elk. It's awesome. It's, my wife's making elk stew tomorrow night. I bet you my chili is different than yours. I got secret ingredients. But we all call it chili. Right? We all call it chili. That's like the gospel. It's all the gospel, but it's going to come out of you a little bit different. Don's going to share the gospel different than, than I. Same gospel, Jesus, death, resurrection, power, must be born again. Same gospel, but it's going to be spiced differently. When Radine shares it, it's different. When Seth shared it, when Logan shared it, when Craig shared it, come on somebody, it's different. We all have chili, but we fix it a little different. Right? But God calls you and I, every one of us, to preach this gospel. You are and I are. We're commissioned to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? I don't care if you're a new mom or what, how old you are. We're all called to share the gospel. Why? Because Holy Spirit 1.0, salvation. That's where it begins. It begins with, with people coming to know Jesus Christ, salvation, being born again, becoming a new creation. Somebody else say salvation. You may say, well, J.O., I tried that once and they cussed at me. I got a knucklehead brother that cussed at me and he spit on me and he's like, don't bring that religious stuff around me. Whatever it is, you may preach to that person six times. All of a sudden, I've shared with him for years and I've shared with him for years and I've told him about you. I've prayed for him. But on that seventh time, that word did not return void. His mountain hard heart melts like wax. And they're, come on, somebody, come on, Tina, with your daddy right there. Come on, somebody. When did you get born again? How long has it been? Three years. How long did you preach and pray for him? 40. What if she gave up on him? And he's a stud of a guy. You, I talked to him at the crock. What a great guy, man. Loves Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. The power of you commissioning. Salvation, number one. 101, Holy Spirit. Number two, Mark 16, 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. We're called to baptize people. Baptize them, listen to me, in water and baptize them in the Holy Ghost. Don't you stop with water. Dunk them. Bury them. Come on. Bury them in the death. Bury them in the throne right there in the tomb of Jesus Christ. Resurrection power. Bury them. But then let them be infused with power of the Holy Spirit. Get them baptized in the Holy Ghost. I'm not going to stop preaching that because it changes lives. That's Holy Spirit 2.0. Now Holy Spirit 
3.0. Mark 16, 17 through 19. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. Because you got the Holy Spirit. They will speak in new tongues. Because you fill with the Holy Spirit. They will pick up serpents in their hands. I don't want to do that, but if I have to, I will. And if they drink anything deadly, I don't want to do that, but hey, deadly point, it will not hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Listen to me. Holy Spirit 3.0 is that God wants you operating in signs and wonders and in the gifts of the Holy Ghost prophesying words of knowledge, words of wisdom. This should be everyday things for you and I. You're like, J.O., I I guess I'll lay hands on the sick if God just takes my hands and puts it on them. I'll speak in tongues if he takes my mouth. I'll prophesy if he holds me down and just words come out. That's not how it works. It takes a step of faith with you. God didn't this morning raise my hands for me to worship him. No, I worship him. I raise my hands, but I choose to do that. He works with us. You got a prophetic word. I have faith to believe I'm stirred. There's a bubbling in my heart. When I speak, it's going to be God speaking through me. We have misconstrued ideas of what this stuff is. That somehow God's going to possess you and cause you to do kind of mechanic. God doesn't work that way. He works with us. He wants us to operate in signs and casting out demons and laying hands on the sick. This is, listen to me, this is the gospel. This is Jesus. This is the Bible. Of, this is the Jesus of the Bible. What I tell you today is not from, your, from, from a false man-made Jesus. It's not from your religion. You want to know probably the worst sin there is, in my opinion, is being religious. What do you mean by that, J.O.? Christianity is religion. I get that. I mean, we're considered a religion. But this is what I mean. This is a terrible sin. You get all dressed up. You come to church, and you think because you come to church, that's going to save you. You think because you do something good, that's going to save you. You think because you're nice and you smile, that's going to save you. And I don't miss the Easter Sunday or Christmas. That's, gonna, that's not going to save you. That's not going to save you. The only thing that will save you is Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ and knowing the, his righteousness and what he's done for you. That's what saves you. Here's a demonic, dark lie. The power of God was for then, but not for now. That's a lie straight from hell. That slows down the commission and it stops you from being free from everything that God has for you. This is the commission of the real Jesus of the Bible. Let your false Jesus die today because he doesn't exist. Live according to the Jesus of the B-I-B-L-E and every word of it. A nice packaged demonic influenced doctrine is that all the power died with the apostles and the disciples. When they, That is a demonic lie. His power is for today. He lives today. 
He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Heart of the City Church, listen to me. Let me settle down for a minute, catch my breath. Let us not do church without the Holy Spirit. Are you committed with me not to do church without the Holy Ghost? No, don't do church without the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Spirit. Amen.